Hello, and welcome to episode nine of Grace in Progress. My name is Brianna Leach. I am a wife, a mom of three, and a licensed counselor who loves dancing in the kitchen and blueberry muffins. And I believe that if you woke up this morning, then you definitely have a purpose. If you're new here, this podcast is all about learning more about yourself and taking small steps to become the person you were created to be, and also learning how to give yourself grace as you take these small steps. And if you have been listening, then you know one of my favorite things is to ask you questions to help you look in a bit more, be introspective, and dive into how you were created. And last week we talked about recognizing, naming, and replacing presets if needed. It was all about self-talk and how you talk to yourself, how you set the tone for the day. And today we're going to be on a similar topic, but taking a turn where we are looking outward rather than inward. When was the last time you really made someone's day? You said the words that just turned their day around. Or maybe you've been the recipient of those words, whether it be in your home, in your workplace, or at school, you've received words that literally changed your entire day. Last week in episode eight, I talked about Proverbs 18.21 that says, life and death are in the power of the tongue. And I was referring more to self-talk at that point, but we all know that life and death are in the power of the tongue towards others, especially And my kids have been learning that verse in their classes at church, and they put it in a different variation, which I really like. And it says, words can cut like a knife or bring healing. And to see them act it out is pretty adorable too. Chopping their arms like a knife and then healing by outstretching their arms. But what a beautiful visual that our words can cut like a knife towards other people, or they can bring healing Our words can literally heal someone else's day or their attitude or their mindset or their situation. But the cut like a knife part is what gets me. Are my words cutting anyone like a knife? Oh man, I hope not. (laughs) But I think about sarcasm. Even the root word of sarcasm means to cut the flesh. So while I joke that sarcasm is one of my love languages, I can see how my words can affect others in such a harsh way. We see this often in parenting with feedback that we're giving our children, whether it be focusing on grades or focusing on their behavior. It's easy to point out the negative things, and sometimes it's hard to really hone in on the positive things or ways that we're seeing them grow. When I first started out as an in-home counselor for kids, I would show up to a new home meet a family and be sitting at their kitchen table and talking about this child. So typically there was a presenting problem that brought me there to that point for them to ask for help. And I would sit down and ask, what are three things you want to work on? And they would come up with it very quickly, whatever, you know, this child's behavior, um, not listening, acting out, whatever. And then I would say, what are three things you think this child is really good at? And unfortunately, There would be a long pause because it was so natural to gravitate towards what needs work, what needs improvement, rather than the power of the positive words that could bring healing to that situation. And the parents would come around in their defense. It 
the question usually caught them a little off guard. Here I am asking questions of how I'm here to help, and I'm asking them what's already good about the situation, but they would come around and start saying things that they notice about their child that maybe the child hasn't even noticed, and you could literally see the physical countenance change on this child's face. They would sit up a little bit straighter, and it was so empowering as their parents or their caregivers spoke these words over them that they owned it. Same thing happens in marriage counseling. It's much easier to point out the things we need to work on rather than speaking life and saying the nice words to the person that we're married to. And the same is true in our daily life. It is amazing that the words that we get to choose to speak have the power of life and death, have the power of cutting like a knife or bringing healing to others. So again, when is the last time you did that for someone? When's the last time you brought healing to those around you? That sounds like a very broad statement, so I want to break it down a little bit more because it's easy to look at all the people you interact with on a regular basis or it's hard sometimes to get out of our own thoughts and our own day that we're consumed with to really understand how we can bring healing or impact others. I titled this podcast episode, Say the Nice Words, because sometimes we think it but we don't always say it out loud. And I want to break it down into two types of saying the nice words so that you can categorize it a little bit easier or maybe your brain works like mine and I want to have it fall under a certain column. So the first one would be notice the unnoticed. My father-in-law, Rick, is synonymous with noticing the unnoticed. He lived a life that paid attention to details and was never in a hurry which sometimes we got frustrated with, but it was such an admirable trait that he carried through his entire life and his legacy to this day that we didn't even know about some of the stories until after he had passed away a few years ago. And after his funeral, we started hearing these stories of people in the community that came out of the woodworks and said, hey, you know what? Rick was somebody who always stopped me. You know, this is an employee at Home Depot. And Rick would always stop me and ask me about my day, tell me I'm doing a good job, and really felt like he cared. I actually lost count of how many people said this to our family, and it's something that made us so proud and still inspires me on a daily basis that I could continue his legacy of noticing the unnoticed. So, for example, you go through the checkout line at a store, and I've caught myself now thinking positive things but not always following up and saying it. But then there's this nagging voice inside that says, go back and tell that person. This happened recently to me as I went to a conference in Atlanta. We used these same set of restroom areas and they were really well kept. They were super clean. I saw this one lady working all the time to scrub things down, make sure everything was restocked. And she was just doing a fantastic job. And At first, I was kind of on my own schedule, hurried in and out of there, but then about the third or fourth time I saw her, I finally stopped and said, you are really good at your job. You're doing a fantastic job making this look A+, and I just want you to know that. And yes, it felt super awkward just to say that, but something in my gut wouldn't let me let it go, and she smiled really big and said, thank you so much. You know, that's the first time I've heard that in a long time. And I don't say that to give any credit to me or my words, but 
you never know when someone needs that little bit of encouragement. You never know when the words that you speak could turn someone's day around. So the first part of saying the nice words is notice the unnoticed. Throughout your day, what are situations where you interact with people where you've maybe never taken the time to notice them or to notice their work or what they're doing or even with your kids, noticing things that maybe they don't even see and saying those nice words. The second part is follow up with feedback. So this would apply to maybe the situations where you did notice something or you had that feeling in your gut, you were supposed to say something, but you didn't do it. And I'm here to say it is never too late to follow up with feedback. It astounds me that companies from banks to restaurants to stores to churches all do their best to get feedback from their customers, from their participants, from their members, and statistically, less than 20% of people will respond with positive feedback. So this is people who feel good about something, less than 20%, even as low as 12%, will actually take the time to respond on social media or on Google or wherever with positive feedback. Whereas almost 80% are more than willing to give their negative feedback. But what does that say about us as a culture that we are four times more likely to leave negative feedback because we somehow think that's going to be more beneficial than the 20% or less of us that is willing to leave positive feedback. My husband has worked in sales or customer service for our entire marriage, 13 and a half years, and he's really good at this. He's good at following back up with feedback. And we went through a drive-through of a, I don't even remember, a barbecue place And the guy was just really good. He was friendly on the intercom. He was smiling and really helpful at the window. And we drove away thinking, man, he is great at his job and he needs to know that or someone needs to know that. So right then and there, Googled the number of the restaurant, called, asked for the manager, said, I don't know his name, but whoever is working at the drive-thru right now needs a kudos. And it's as simple as that. Like, I love that my husband initiated that and having been in customer service and sales, he knows that that's the exception, not the rule, that people will give the positive feedback or say the nice words. All that to say, it doesn't take that much time out of your life to have a positive impact and to potentially bring healing or a boost to someone's day. It's never too late to follow up. So Think back to moments in your life where someone said something to you or had a positive impact on you that you never truly thanked or you never truly got to give them the feedback they deserved. This can be just as powerful, if not more powerful, down the road than in real time, and it's not too late. So is there someone you need to text today, or is there a store or something you need to circle back and thank them for their service, or a teacher who really impacted you, and you can write a handwritten, yes, a handwritten letter to them on how they positively impacted your life. Say the nice words. So my goal today is that you take a step outside of looking inward and look outward for a bit. This can apply to friends or coworkers or your spouse, and you can notice the unnoticed, or you can follow up with feedback if maybe you've missed some opportunities. Side note or soapbox moment, especially for women, regarding saying the nice words. I don't know why it's tricky, but if you see another woman who 
looks beautiful or you love her outfit or you think she's doing a great job, say the nice words. Don't hold that in. I don't know if we have somehow been misguided that confidence or feeling good about yourself is a pie. And if someone else feels really good about themselves, then their slice is really big and my slice is only going to be a sliver. But it's just like grace. Confidence and grace and love, it's a river. It is constantly flowing. There's always enough. We don't have to worry about giving more to someone means we'll have less. So say it with me. Say the nice words. One of my favorite quotes is from Kid President who said, if you can't think of anything nice to say, you're not thinking hard enough. Who around you needs an attaboy or an girl today? Who needs to hear, I am so proud of you, or I see you, I see the hard work that you're doing every day. Or maybe, I know you're going through a difficult situation, and I've seen you walk in such grace or strength, or whatever else you're observing, but be aware and notice the unnoticed around you. And remember, it's never too late to follow up with feedback. Even in our situation where I wish I could go back and tell my father-in-law the lifelong impact that he's had on me, I know that I can bring him honor and give his feedback by continuing his legacy. And maybe that's a situation for you as well. That's all for today. Thank you so much for listening. And if you want to connect more, I would love to hear from you. You can follow me on Instagram and Facebook at Brianna Leach LPC and subscribe or leave a review wherever you listen to podcasts. I am just so excited to be on this journey with you. And hopefully in the week ahead, we can all say the nice words. You can do this and I'm cheering you on. Have a great week.